The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. Today, we are going to be talking about commissions. We referred to ourselves earlier as like professional potters, which is weird to say, but it's true <gasps> now. Yeah, right? Professional ceramic artists. We're professional ceramic artists now. But in between the stages of becoming a professional and still learning my craft to where I'm comfortable enough to start selling my stuff and be professional is commissions. Where mm. like, I felt like I had to take commissions on a certain level. Otherwise, I would never get a name out there. What were what were some of like the earlier commissions that you that you took? I, I remember one specifically. So I forgot this person's name, and I feel really bad because she used to be one of my favorite artists. But she made these giant gourd-like, for lack of a better term, boob-shaped things. <laughs> and she's actually in the Crocker right now. Her oh, work is no in the kidding. Crocker. But somebody saw her work on the Crocker and was like, "Can you remake these?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's very easy to recreate." Huh. And she was like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "Yes." Mm-hmm. I, I can make these in like a day, no problem. Give me your phone number, I'll make them, you come over here and you pay me. That was little Dante who didn't know any better. <laughs> that's exactly how it went. <laughs> I made them and they sat in the studio for like six months. Oh, because the person just like didn't... Dipped. They just dipped. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and okay. that's that was like one of my very first hard lessons of like, so you got to get at least half the money for the commission and you can give them an option to pay for the materials or you can pay for your own materials and then that you can upcharge them. Mm. Which is always what I do whenever I take commissions in my own area, which is very rare now, but that was probably my first commission that I really remember and then learning like my last failure was one of my hardest lessons from oh. that from that lesson right there. Oh man. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I want to okay, so I have some ideas about the different things that I want that I want to talk about. I want to mm-hmm. ask about if you take commissions now and why. Okay. There's a few other things, but I I do want to get down to like like what were some of the biggest lessons you've learned from taking commissions or not. So keep Oh, that... I started at the end. I'm sorry. Oh my god. No, no, no. Gosh, you're good. You're good. I just I keep that thought in mind. So, do you take commissions, and if so, why? Well, do, do I take commissions now is what you mean? Yeah. Is, is like now? Okay, so I stopped taking commissions, and the only way, and I feel, I feel bad about saying this type of thing, but it's very true. People who ask me for commissions, if I say no, they're going to immediately assume that I don't like them afterwards. Mm. But it's not true. It's just out of my way. Yeah. So if you ask me for a commission or you ask me to make something special for you and I say yes, it's most likely because I like you or trust you a lot. Like you're a long time subscriber. You're a long time fan. You're like if Heather, you know, like Ambassador Heather. If Heather asked me for a commission, I'd probably make it for her. Yeah. Or like my mom. You know what I mean? Or like you or Natasha or, you know, even even John to a certain extent, or Tim, they're nice to me. They talk to me every mm. once in a while. By John and Tim, you mean for our listeners. For Yeah, for John. John the, everybody knows who John the Potter is. Yeah. But, like, I talked to him at least once a week. Uh, he kind of, he got me on his, like, super, he was already on my good side. He got me on his super good side when he, like, showed me a picture of his dog. Oh, the puppy. And I was like, you have a dog? And he's like, yeah. I live. And I was like, it lives with you? And he's like, yes, it lives with me, Dante. <laughs> Like it's yours, and he's like, "Yes, it's mine." <laughs> I was like, "Can I have a picture of it?" And he sent me a picture of his oh dog. Oh my god! And I was like, "Cool, thank you." Oh, like, that made me so happy. But that's super cute. Yeah, but if, if somebody asked me to do them like a cera- basically a ceramic favor, uh-huh. I'll probably do it based on how much I like them. That doesn't mean if you ask me for permission, I say no, I hate you. That just you know, I'm yeah. you know, I'm not gonna pretend like just because we talked a few times, we're super cool now. Okay, okay. You know so, what I mean? So you do so you do take commissions now. Very rarely. But very rarely, okay. Very rarely. Yeah, yeah. What I, about, do you take 
So if somebody asks me for a commission, right. I usually have like a number of like questions that I like ask myself yeah. to see, see whether or not I will take the commission or not. Because generally speaking, because I have a hard enough time keeping my main Etsy store stocked, right. most of the time my default is like, I will kind of start off thinking that I'm going to say no, but then I need to give myself enough reasons to say yes to take a commission. That's fair. So those questions that I tend to ask myself are like, first of all, how how busy am I? Okay. Like, is this is this a huge commission that's gonna take a lot of time? Like, do I do I actually have the time to do this commission? Yeah. The second question I ask myself is, who is the client? Okay. If it's yeah. if it's like you know an individual person who's a follower of mine who you know again I always appreciate when people ask if I'm open for commissions because it's showing me that like they actually want to spend money on my work and they're maybe even yeah. willing to pay You're more. You're a fan of my work to the point where where like you want something personalized from me for you. Yes. Which I get. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's an honor to be honest with you. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Like someone actually taking the time to like reach out to that next level. Right. But generally speaking, because I have my Etsy store and I like to keep that more stocked, mm -hmm. I will generally speaking, if it's just one person asking for like one mug, generally speaking, I'll say I, I'm not accepting commissions now. I might be open to doing it in the future, depending on what my schedule's like. You're so much nicer than me, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, nah, dog. Oh, my God. Okay. So that's actually another question that I want to get to. Right. Yeah. Is like how we communicate with clients. Because that's all. Oh my god. Okay. I have like you're, so many different things. You're way more formal <gasps> than I am. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I think like, okay. So if I've asked myself, am I really busy? Second of all, who is the client? Those are probably the two biggest things. But if, if the client is like, okay, like if, if I have to say no to a client, right. like since I worked in customer service for basically up until when I became full-time as a ceramic artist. I, they keep me in the back. Like, I don't do nothing. That shit no <laughs> For obvious reasons. Oh, yeah. As, as we have discussed. We, as we've discussed. <laughs> you know, I, I want to show somebody that I appreciate that they've taken the time to reach out and that they appreciate my work. And then I will try and find a way to keep, keep a little bit of a door open in terms of like, again, maybe not right now. Right. My mind in the future. But like, how do you, how do you navigate that in terms of like, if, if somebody mm. has ask you for a commission and you... Well, the first two things that you said were also kind of on my list where mm -hmm. it's like, am I busy? Am I too busy? Which mm -hmm. I'm always usually busy. It's just how busy am I? Yeah. Like if I can make the... If I can pound out 20 mugs and along the way, the 18th mug is your mug. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because most people who want like a commission for a mug are people who, who want like a basic mug in special colors or a special symbol on them or a special yeah. wording. Yeah. Which isn't really that difficult. It's just like, do I have the time to do it? Because as potters with our kill nodes, we are not making, we're not making one thing at a time. Yeah. We're making things in batches. Yeah. And so that is, well, that, will it fit in my kiln? Do I have the time for it? Do I have to make a whole new color for it? Can I buy the color for it? If I have to buy the color for it, I'm upcharging you that color plus more because I have to go get or order the color. <laughs> also yeah. to go get it or order it will cost like two more weeks. So that adds on time. Like there's so many variables, mm -hmm. but that's the first thing that I ask myself as well is, is do I have the time for it? Yes. The second one is... How much do I like this person? <laughs> I love how <laughs> blunt you are about that. <laughs> how much do I like, like, if the queen, if Abel wants a commission, basically my wife, she's getting it. And half the time I make her stuff and she's like, mm, that's not what I wanted. And uh, I'm like, it's okay, baby. I still love you. But I swear if a customer said that to me, I'd be like, you're paying for it anyway. <laughs> I already made it. 
So yeah. yeah, that's the second thing. The third thing for me is how much of a bother would it be for me to make it regardless of my time or how much I like the person. Mm -hmm. So I recently had to drop a commission because my sources for getting the materials for what they wanted were so little because of COVID and a lot of stores shutting down that it literally wasn't worth my time to even think about it for the next month. Because like I didn't have the clay, I just restocked the store. They wanted a rose in like gold luster. Yeah, they wanted it like stenciled on. They wanted like a silk screen. They wanted like a very specific rose and a very specific color, which means I would have to go and get the color or make the color yeah. if I didn't already have it in stock. And then I would have to go get a special kind of clay because they wanted white clay. Like it's, it literally would take me too much trouble. And by the time that I would add all these costs and my time up together, the mug would cost like a hundred dollars by that time. It's more advantageous for you to just buy something from my website, literally, th than to just like have me make this and charge you double if not triple the price of a regular mug. My mugs go for like $50 max on my website, and those are the nice ones. I'm gonna charge you like a hundred something for all this special junk, and that's kind of my third one. My fourth one is like, how specific are they gonna get? Ah. I had this one commission that I followed through with, but I didn't like it. This lady wanted a seafoam green color, like the fridges they used to have back in like the 1930s to 50s. Oh yeah. You know what right? I'm thinking about? Yeah, absolutely. That weird like, like bluish aqua seafoam color. Yeah. But she wanted that specific color. And she wanted two vases that were at least a foot tall. And I was like, I can do the foot tall part, but making or finding that glaze. Thankfully, Coyote had the glaze in oh, stock, nice. thankfully. But I charged her like $200, $100 a vase. Yeah. Just for the time it took to make those things. It's it's just, if you asked that of me now, I'd be like, no, that's too specific. <laughs> it's too, you want a very specific shade of green. No. <laughs> So some of it for you is just like the the trouble of yeah. getting, yeah, I hear that. Or they I, see that I've made something and I'm like, you can do this too, right? And I'm like, no, I can't do that too. So I'm curious because my, my thought with that is like, it, there there's kind of a weird ethical line with replicating somebody else's yeah. work and charging a different price. So is that kind of where you're coming from in terms of like, oh, can you make this? But like, Kind of, yes. Okay. Where people will see an artist's work and then I'll look at it and be like, I have enough experience to make that. Mm -hmm. But I'm either charging you a lot of money or I'm just not gonna do it. It's almost like, I'm not anti-weed by the way, but it's almost like somebody asking me to make a bong. Either I like you enough to take the commission and I'm charging you a lot of money or I'm just not gonna make it. Cause even if you are pro or anti-weed, in the clay world it's a little bit of a taboo, like a tiny, tiny bit of one. Really? Mm-hmm. Teachers will straight, like, I wish- Oh, well, yeah, if it's like an educational oh, yeah. environment, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, hand, handmade, you do whatever you want, but yeah. like most classes with kilns I've been to, the teacher would just pretend to fire it and drop it. <laughs> yeah. Whoopsies. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, it broke. Oh my god. There's a YouTube video about it, actually. That's hella funny. I'll see if I can find it for you guys and post it, but it's it was like, how to fire a bong. And this guy was like, sometimes students like to make these weird shaped faces. Oh no! Oh my god. He's like, oh, well, guess I have three more. They swung his arm. He's like, oh my god, they all broke! Guess they're not passing. Ooh. Like, he was like, I'm not gonna fire bongs for you. Yeah. I think if I was a teacher, it'd have to be a really nice bong. <laughs> I would have to yeah. be like, either make a better bong or stop this foolishness. Yeah. Pick one. Well, I think that goes to say that, like, I think as artists, we get to, we get to kind of pick. It's like, not only, okay, do we have the time? Is it worth the effort? But also whether or not we're interested in making it. Yes. Like, yeah, for, true. I had a, I, I've had various people suggest like, oh, like, have you ever considered making this? Or have you considered making this? Or actually a lot of the times they say, you should make this. Yeah. Um, which is another thing. <laughs> 
I think I've had some really interesting experiences where like, like again, every, everyone is going to have their own way of like approaching client relations. But what, why I'm glad I have responded the way that I have in certain situations mm -hmm. is by taking a little bit of time to figure out what their needs are. Like, again, this is if it's past the test of like my own mental test of like, okay, do I have the time to do it? What, you know, who is the client? Okay, the client's somebody that I'm interested in, in making this for. And that could be for a number of reasons. Again, right. because either they're, you know, an individual who for some usually personal reason, I want to make something for them. Right. Or if it's a situation where, you know, again, like when I made, when I made the work for uh, Inside Coffee Roasters, right. I was like, I'm busy right now, but this is a client that this, I really... This professional. This is, yeah, yeah. this is like, I want to do this. Yeah. But on top of that, like, I think I like being, um, I like my more diplomatic approach. Uh -huh. Because there are situations where, shoot, I'm trying to think of a good example, where it's like, okay, so I had a client who wanted me to make something for them, like a, a, a large, kind of a large number of pieces, but it was within a, a pretty quick turnaround time. Right. And my first response was frustration because I thought, oh my gosh, they're asking me to do this thing really, really quickly. They don't understand that clay doesn't work that way. Yeah. They don't. And so my initial response was frustration. But when I stopped and was kind of like, okay, first of all, this person, true, they don't know how clay works. And that's okay because they're yeah. not a ceramic artist. Like, yeah. It's, so they trying, can't make it in a day. Yeah. Yeah. And like having, so like having some patience with them and then trying to figure out like, okay, I may not be able to make it for you within this time period, but I can make it for you within this time period. And then in the future, if you need this number of items, I'll need a certain amount of lead time yes. to be able to make this without it being considered like a rush job. Yes. And that client, I ended up working with them for like a year. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't have a mean way to say that. Because that's, <laughs> that's all true. No, I've, I've had that before where people who know literally nothing about crafting, people who ask me for commissions personally know about me and what I do and have seen me make my work and how long it takes. And they've seen and heard me talk about it enough to be like, Oh, so making a cup isn't like a two-day process. Yes. You know? Yes. And I'm like, no, of course not. Especially if I got to let the clay cure and rest and dry slowly with no cracks. If you mm -hmm. want it done well, you got to give me time. Yes. But usually when someone approaches me in the way that you're saying, mm -hmm. that's usually my response is, I cannot make quality work for you in that amount of time. I either need more time or it has to be a simpler order. But making the item, like making a cup, we can get on that wheel, make it in like five minutes. Yes. But it's everything else that comes yes. after that, yeah. that, that to, creates the time. And to again, make it dry, mm -hmm. to trim it, to put it in the bisque takes a whole two days because mm -hmm. then it goes up and it cools down. Mm -hmm. To glaze it takes less time than to let it cool down. Jeez. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then like you're saying earlier too, is that it's, it's like also whether or not that piece is going to fit into a making cycle you're right. already a part of. Yes. Or are you going to have to start a whole new thing? Because like right. I've had a situation where... I, there was like, it was like kind of a, a one-off decision that I decided to make like this cup for somebody mm -hmm. and I included it in my making cycle and then the piece broke. Like, I can't remember what happened, but yeah. it couldn't, it couldn't use it. And so it was like, oh shoot, like I'm going to have to contact this person and say, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, okay, well in that situation, I have two options. First of all, I can either, you know, contact that person and say, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to make this piece and make it fit into my upcoming making cycle, which could take another month. Right. Or... 
because my kiln is relatively small, I could make the decision to drop it to, yeah, to yeah. just like have just the one piece in that kiln and like fill the kiln with like kiln furniture or like old mugs yeah. to ha still have the heat distribution be proper, you know, or worse comes to worse. I can say, I'm so sorry, this piece broke, but because of the way my schedule is, I, I don't have the, I'm not able to finish this piece. Let me refund you. Yeah. And ideally, like I would try and do everything to not have that happen, right. but it is nice to know that you do have those options. If I ever do take a commission, it's almost never functional wear mm. because I like to make things that are non-functional vases, maybe some wheel sculptural pieces, some like geometric shapes, more so than I want to make a cup with your name on it, to be real with you. <laughs> like, I would like to be an artist more than I would like to be a production potter just for you for a second. And that's not to say I, I, I won't do it. It's more to say, like, if you have $300 and you're like, I will give you $300 to make me a really nice vase that you would put in an art competition. Mm -hmm. I'd probably make it if I liked you enough. Yeah. But if you're like, hey, can I give you like 80 bucks to make a cup with my name on it? I'm probably gonna say no. <laughs> okay. And it's probably easier to do. I just don't want to do it. It's funny, I'm almost in some ways the opposite. Like, because I have so many sculptural pieces and other like large pieces <laughs> that I want to make that are just my own personal projects, mm -hmm. I would almost be more inclined to take a simpler commissioned project so I can get it done and out of the way quickly. Right. You know, but, that makes um, sense. Do you have like, um, like, okay. Cause I'm thinking for myself, like for the most part, I won't take commissions for individual mugs again, unless it's like an exceptional circumstance. Yeah. But say for instance, one individual person who's like, you know, not a part of a cafe or something like that. They're just a, just a person. Yeah. I will say kind of in my head, it's like, okay, if they want like a set of mugs, like a set of like four to six mugs, mm -hmm. then I'm more likely to fulfill that commission. Do you have anything like that that's for you in terms of like whether or not you accept a commission? Yeah, if it's a larger order, I mostly have rules. So okay. it's along with the thing we've gone over where it's like, I, I kind of have to like you. <laughs> if you're a butthole to me, I'm not making you. Or if you just like, every now and then I'll get a message from someone who's like, ah, I love your stuff, it's so great, I've watched all your videos. And then I look at their name and I'm like, you have been subscribed for two weeks, my guy. Why is that a problem? Because they, they haven't been loving my shit forever. They've been subscribed for two weeks. Oh. You know what I mean? Like the person who's like, I've been following you for so long. You're my favorite. And I'm like, you followed me yesterday. You've been subscribed for two weeks. I think you're either lying or you don't know how YouTube works. <laughs> one of the two. And one of them is far more likely than the other. Um, it could, it could be possible that you just figured out YouTube yesterday. Yeah. But it also could be possible that you're about to ask me a favor or a question. You're trying to get on my good side. Oh, you know, like I'm interesting. not, I wasn't born yesterday. <laughs> Has that often been the case that people who approach oh, you that way? My God, yes. Huh, Once yeah. a week at least. Really? What, what kind of things are they like asking for? They just mostly ask me for advice. They ask me to do a certain thing. They'll be like, can you make this for me? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <Huh>. No. <laughs> Not taking commissions right now. If I'm being honest with you, I usually tell most people I don't take commissions. Uh -huh. And then underneath what you were saying earlier, the exceptional circumstances, yeah. I would just give them the commission or do it for them. And then I just won't post it. I won't say it's like an undercover commission. Oh like if, yeah. If you got a piece of commission work from me while I saying to other people, I don't take commissions. It's because I liked you enough to do a commission for you <laughs> and you paid me enough to, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 But other than that, I'm usually like, I don't do commissions, but the circumstances you were saying in which I would take a commission would kind of be like, like, I think somebody recently asked me for a set of all four of the avatar, the last airbender mugs. Ooh. And I was like, okay, yeah. No problem. I'll do it. Yeah. It's because I know she's been following me for like three years huh. and she really badly, I put a little bonus in there for her too. Oh, nice. Put a little white lotus in there. She, um, 
<gasps> you put a white lotus <clears throat> in there? I've been making white lotus mugs on the logo <gasps> and nobody know no. But yeah, because I was like, well, you bought all four nations. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're about to drop, how much are my mugs right now? So they're $45, no, they're probably like $35 each. And that's only because they're like $26 plus shipping. Mm -hmm. Only because they're in a secret part of the store on my website that you can't get into unless you have a certain passcode. Uh -huh. And she somehow got it. Oh, shit. And she asked me, like, I live in Sacramento. Can I just pick them up from you? And I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, you're about to probably drop over $100 on some mugs. Yeah. So, yeah, you can even have one for free. Yeah. Um, but that something like that would be an exceptional circumstance. Yes. You know, okay. where, like, if they wanted me to make a set of mugs and they were paying me enough to do it mm -hmm. and they liked my work and they've been following me for a while and I liked them, stuff like that. That would yeah. be in a circumstance. Or if they paid me half the money to make uh, a mug or, or a vase. Do you, when you do take a commission, do you always take 50% up front? Yes, because okay. it promises that you're coming back. And huh. if you don't come back, I got free money. Like, I've had too many people dip out on commissions to mm -hmm. the point where I've had so, I remember Alpha Fired Arts, people used to come in and look for a specific potter to make something, and I'd make it and then be like, where are you? With their phone number, oh. they would just never answer me. So mm. I started doing a half up front thing, and the people who are uncomfortable with it, I'd be like, cool, you're not getting your commission done. Yeah. You can ask one of these other potters, but... They've been through the ringer of commissions already. Yeah. I'm probably the only one here willing to do it, <laughs> to be honest with you. And it's functional, and like 80% of them are sculptors. They can probably make it functional, but I'm going to make it right in front of you right now. And they're like, yeah. okay. Um, and the person that I did charge 50% up front on never came back for his stuff. Oh. And so by the time I made his product, I just sold it off to somebody else. Huh? I told him, you have three months to come back and get this product. If you're not back in three months, you forfeit your, your 50 bucks. Yeah. I'm giving you three months to come get it. I think that's very reasonable. Yeah. I, okay, so I admit, I actually don't do that for the most part. Unless for like for the project for, um, or a couple of the larger projects that I've done, mm -hmm. I did take that money up front mm -hmm. or part of it up front. But actually a lot of the times when I do do those kind of smaller individual commissions. <laughs> do do. Do do. I'm sorry. Um, it's okay, we're real mature. Yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I actually don't, but I've also been very lucky because I only have ever had one person dip out on a commission. Yeah. Every other time people have come through. Yeah. And for me, part of it is I like that delayed gratification. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to take some of the money up front because for me personally, that tends to, I mean, of course, I'm still going to make the piece, obviously. Yeah. But like my level of motivation is a little bit lower. Oh, because you're like, I already got the money. A little bit, which is like, but I mean, it's not Lindsay, like. don't agree with yeah. me. <laughs> Well, well, no, no, no. It's, but what I was going to say is like, not that it's entirely about the money, obviously, because otherwise I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Right. Um, but it's more that it's like, it's that little reward for myself. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just, I get it. it's also like having that pressure. It's like, oh, if something goes wrong, yeah. then they're, they've already, they already have some skin in the game and they're probably going to be more upset if there's like a delay or something mm. like that, as opposed to someone who hasn't put that money forward, something goes wrong on my end because right. of something I've done, you know, I don't want them to have that tension. There's a, there's a couple like basic rules that I have for anyone who has never taken or is thinking about or still on their path for taking commissions that I want to address real quick. Yeah, 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 go okay? for it. Number one, always make double the commission. Yes. Period. Yes. Like if you're trying to one shot a commission, don't. Yes. Trust me. Oh. There's so many times, especially because whatever, unless it's huge, especially because whatever you're making, if it fails, it's going to cost double and they won't do business with you again, most likely. Number two, if you succeed on both of them, you're going to sell the other one off to somebody who also wants something that, like, that special. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, number three, 
if one fails and one succeeds, or let's say they both succeed and one's just not as nice, you get to give them the better one. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's almost no negatives other than a little bit of extra work to doing double the amount of work for that commission. Number two, the more difficult the commission is, the more I'm charging you. And the more I charge you, that is a wall for you. If you do not get past that wall, you didn't want it bad enough. If you want one of my mugs from my website, it's like $50 max, and that includes shipping, right? Mm -hmm. But if you want a special mug just for you with gold lace on it, you want it to be a certain amount of ounces with the with the handle a very specific way and a certain symbol on it, and you want it silk screened and and you want it in three weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm charging you like a hundred and something dollars. If you don't agree to that price, you guess you didn't want it that bad, now did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think like, and also like for the part of the of the client, it's like that's okay if that's if something is outside their budget. Yeah, that's all right. Like ultimately, there's nothing wrong with somebody asking for very very specific things. No, absolutely not. Because like, if I can do it, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's just that just recognizing that mm. if you want something very specific that takes a lot of time, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right, it is going to be more expensive. And I feel like. A lot of people understand that, at least in my so. experience. Yeah, most of them do. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. The people who don't are people who are like, for example, there's a couple people who wanted me to, I think they wanted me to make like a fermentation jar for them, which to oh, my understanding, yeah, I've seen that. it's just a huge jar, really. Yeah, it's, it's got a special kind of lip, but yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's like, it's not that hard for me to make. That being said, in order to be proficient at it, I would have to practice doing it on a smaller level for a while in order to make a bigger one. Mm -hmm. That means you're asking me to make, to develop a whole new skill, which means I'm charging you extra. Yes. Like if, if you're like, oh, I want this color they don't have in stores, but you make glazes so you can make it, right? I'm like, yeah, but you understand it takes me a month to make a new glaze chemically. Yeah. And like, and then to test it, see if it's safe for you, test it out, see what clay it works on best, and then remold whatever you want, and then do your commission along with that color. like. You're asking me basically to develop a whole new skill. Yeah. I'm charging you out the butt. <laughs> I'm charging you way more than, I'm charging you like four times more than what a regular cup would. And I'm probably gonna ask you for half the money up front. Mm -hmm. That being said, the third thing I always worry about with commissions, maybe the fourth, I lost count. Nah. Um, it, counting's dumb. Um, <laughs> is that if you are asking for a commission, please be familiar with the work of the artist you're asking for. Don't like, don't ask for something completely out of their skill range because they're either going to say yes and charge you way more than it's worth, or you're essentially asking an artist to just like do something they. I've had people come up to me and ask me to make, uh, you know, those, like big red and gold Chinese vases. Yes, yes. Part of my brain goes, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It'll take me five months and I'm charging you $2,000. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, why? And I'm like, you're asking. Me to make a vase that is at least three feet tall. I have to apply for shrinkage. I have to hand make it myself. I have to have or find a kiln and transport it there once I make it in my own home or at the studio. Like, you're getting you're getting charged way more. I have the tools on my tool belt to make that, but I feel like you just found a random potter online, saw that I have a little bit of a name online, and we're like, oh, of course you can do it. All potters can do it, right? Huh. This is just one of the good ones. That's You're not familiar at all with my work. <laughs> at all. Um, I think there's a guy named Muddy Mike on Instagram. Please check him out. He don't know me. I'm just saying. I like his work. Uh -huh. He makes uh, like functional sculpture mugs. Oh, they're cool. Mugs with like tongues for the handles. Oh, that's cool. And they're super cool. 
But if you asked another potter to do that, who doesn't do like sculptural functional work or sculptural mm -hmm. work at all, they'd be like, all right. I mean, now I have to learn how to make a tongue, I guess. <laughs> that actually, that reminds me of something that I like to do when I have to turn somebody down for something. Hmm. And this is not only just for commissions, but like if I get an invitation to participate in an event right. that I'm either, you know, that I'm not able to go to or that I'm not interested in going to, mm -hmm. um, I will refer the person to somebody else. If somebody asks, like, hey, can you make me, like, a 12-inch, you know, vase? I'll be like, you know, I, I'm not yeah. able to make it at this time, but you know what? Check out Dante, Dante at Earth Nation Ceramics, yeah. and he may be available to do this. He so likes to make big vases. Yes. It gives you an easy out, yeah. but it also helps keep the relationship positive. Agreed. Because that person goes, oh, like, thank you for, for you know, suggesting another person, because it helps them get what they want, and it also gives them a positive association with you. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good way to put it. As you're so much more diplomatic than me. <laughs> but, Again, it comes from years of, uh, of customer service, and it's, I don't know, I mean, I think this is the thing that's kind of interesting about customer service, because, of course, on the one hand, there's this element where, you know, a lot of folks in customer services do not have their humanity acknowledged, which is really not a good thing. Very true. But I am also glad I'm grateful for the skills it has taught me in terms of diplomatically getting what you want <laughs> out yeah. of a situation. Yeah. Or at least, again, just creating a positive um You can change experience. the vibe by being... Yes. You can change the whole vibe by being a certain way. And yeah, I've I've muted that because I'm like I'm like one of two ways. I'm either like I love you, hmm? or I'm like get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> you were mean to me one time five years ago, and I remember it very well. <laughs> okay, so so what I'm curious about to ask you, mm. which I'm asking because I'm now gonna explain what I do okay. or what happened with me, yeah. is um, I initially started taking more commissions when I was you know even before I got my home studio set up. You know, even before like I did the work with Insight Coffee Roasters, I just right. I tended to do more individual commissions. Again, kind of like what you had mentioned earlier as a way to like get my name out. Right. And it was really hard to start saying no to those commissions because there was a little part of my brain that was like, why would I give up a sure opportunity to make money? Yes. But what ended up switching for me was I realized that I had enough of a base that I that I could think, okay, I may be saying no to this individual person, mm. but I know now that I have enough of a client base that if I do an Etsy update, I'm gonna be reaching potentially a lot more people yes. without the complications that can sometimes arise from working for an individual person to make a particular item. Yes. For all the reasons that we've discussed. I completely, yeah, no, yeah. it's it's the same for me. Yeah, is, if, that, is that kind of why you stopped doing commissions as well? Basically, yeah, is because, well, I had this mentality of like promised money is always better than potential money. And now I have the mentality of I have enough base to where I can fish out a net of potential money enough to where promised money on a lower level doesn't matter. Mm. Like, what, what do you mean by potential versus promise? Because in my mind, those are kind of the same thing. Potential money is I can make a bunch of mugs, put them on the internet, and a bunch of potential people might buy them. Yeah. But I have enough of a base where I can probably reassure myself that people will probably go to earthnationceramics.com and like, I'll buy this, I'll buy this, I'll buy this. That time could be spent making more of that. Yes. More so than someone saying, hey, I will give you $50 to make me a handmade mug. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. My brain goes, or I could just make my mugs that cost like 40, 50 bucks anyway, put them on the website and sell like three times more mm. in that same amount of time. That's potential, but you're promising me money. You're saying if you make this, I will pay you. Gotcha, okay, okay. Like the amount of money I could make 
advertising myself online and my website is already more potentially than the amount that you were promising me for the one mug. Yes. And I could that the medium in between those two or the difference is time. That's about it. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I hear I hear what you're saying. I you think, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because you're essentially you're able to make probably more without having to negotiate or deal with like one particular person. Right. And reach more people. That right. Way. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. There's one more. There's one more thing. There's a oh, there's yeah, yeah. a fifth rule. <laughs> um, if you are coming up to an artist and asking for a commission, know what you want specifically, along with being familiar with their artwork, before you ask it from them. I've had far too many people mm. ask me like, "Hey, will you make me a mug? I'll pay you commission." And I'm like, "Sure. What do you want?" And they're like, "Uh." Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, "You don't even know the colors that I make, do you?" Mm. And they're like. No. And I'm like, have you even looked at the website or the Instagram or, you know, like, do you know what I make? And they're like, I just saw one picture and I really like your work. And I'm like, okay, you clearly have money and an idea, but do you want a red one? Do you mm. want a, you know what I mean? Like, I have to go through these motions of like, do you need a big mug? Do you need a little mug? Yes. Do you need, do you need a certain color? How big do you want the handle? Do you not want a handle? I can make most things. I can make an ocarina if you wanted to. Yeah. I can make a teapot. But like, I need I need you to hash it out. Like, don't just go up to me and be like, I want stuff. Because <laughs> then I go, what stuff? I don't just make one thing all day. It's not like I just make mugs only. Yeah. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. That actually, that reminds me of one of my favorite techniques that I learned from working at the coffee shop. Oh, man. Which is... Lindsay's so, about to Jedi mind trick. Oh, my God. No, no, no. I just... Basically, what we were taught is if somebody, like, doesn't know what they want to drink, we break questions down into 50-50s, uh -huh. or, like, one or the other, to narrow down what their choices are. Oh, yeah. I know yes. this trick. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. So, so with, with a client, it's kind of like what you're saying. It's like you start big. If somebody says, like, in this hypothetical, if they say, oh, I want a commission, I would start out by saying, like, oh, okay, are you looking for something functional or something sculptural? Right. Oh, you want something fun functional? Okay, are you looking for something more, like, decorative or something you would use every day? Right. Um, are you looking for... A, a plate, a bowl, or a mug. Oh, great. You're looking for a mug. Great. Do you want a handle? Right. Do you want, you know, like, or do you want a handle? Do you not want a handle? Breaking things down yeah. like that really helps. And I feel like that eases client uh, yes. artist relations greatly because, again, as the client, you don't know all everything that yeah, goes. You don't, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and you that's didn't do it. your research. You just saw a pretty picture and you want things. Well, no, I mean, not even so much that because I don't think there's, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with them, with people not knowing. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, because we have experience in our field, yeah. we know that you can't make a cup in a week. The average person may not know that. And that's, that's true. That's okay. Like, there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with not knowing those answers as a client. That's fair. So I feel like part of I expect of our... too much. <laughs> it's, 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 it's okay. It's I okay, expect, Dante. But, but if you run up, have a plan. <laughs> I'm letting you know, if you run up on me, you better have a plan. <laughs> that actually, that reminds me when, um, like, in terms of, like, the client having a plan, one of the things that I'll actually ask yes. is if somebody, like, reaches out and they say, like, hey, you know, can you do a commission? And if I think there might be a possibility that I will say yes, yeah. I usually have, like, three questions that I'll ask them. The first question is always, okay, you know, what? before I even say, like, yes or no, I can do a commission. Yes. You know, I'll say, I'll usually say, oh, thank you so much for your interest. I'm glad you like my work. Before we move forward, I have a couple questions that will help me clarify if I can meet your needs. You have so many more niceties than I do. <laughs> like, because I've had that same question of people, and I'm just, uh, like, my I give one word answer. I'm like, depends. <laughs> what, you, what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm sure they're just like, ooh, this man. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just stylistic it's stylistic differences 
Okay, so after or after I kind of start out with that like introductory, yeah, nice sentence, I will usually ask first of all, okay, generally speaking, what it, what do you have in mind for the commission? Yes. Second question is, do you have a specific timeline in which you need it made? Third question is, what budget do you have in mind? That makes sense because all the my mom used to do this to me, and now that Lindsay's explaining it, I'm like, that's just not my mom thing. <laughs> So instead, so like what, when I was little, it used to be like, okay, Dante, we're going to bed. And I used to be like, no, I hate sleep. It's stupid. Even when I was a kid, Aww. but then she started to move on to, okay, well, it's time to go to bed. Do you want red or blue pajamas? Oh. Right. Instead of, instead of giving me a way to like rebel, she would just be like, you have a choice. And that makes my brain go, oh, I have choices, which means I have power in this situation. Oh, that's super interesting. It's the same thing you do, but you just, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And instead of my childhood brain going like, I'm not going to bed. I'd be like, well, if I'm going to go to bed, I better get the blue ones. Uh, you know what I mean? That's, like, that's really interesting. We're negotiating here and I'm in charge. <laughs> Five-year-old Dante. Oh my God. That's, that's actually rather adorable. And it makes sense to me because yeah. it's, it's like you get to head the, the conversation because instead of going, what color do you want? You're going, do you want a purple one? Do you want a red one? Do you want a blue one? Knowing full well, you have all those colors in stock. Or even if I don't have them in stock, then I have a sense of Okay, am I going to need to get special colors for that? Right, yeah. or what you can buy or make. Yes. But you'd never, you'd, like, I don't think, knowing this information now, I don't think I'd ever be like, okay, do you want that specific color on the fridge from the 1930s that uh. we were all, you know, like, I'd be like, I have this set of colors that you can pick from if you're not familiar with my work. Are you looking for this color, this color, this color? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes way more sense. Yeah. Well, I think it also helps to really quickly determine whether or not I'm going to be working with this person as a client. True. Because if they, you know, hypothetically, if somebody wants a really elaborate thing, but their budget is $50, right. I can say, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm not, I'm not able to make that for this budget. But like, let's say hypothetically, let's say they want something that is beyond what their budget is. Okay. But it's still a person that I have decided that I want to work with. I want to make this commission for them. Okay. What I can do is then say, okay, uh, I, I'm not able to make what exactly what you're looking for within this budget, but if you're still interested in working together, you know, here's what I can do. And I'll kind of give them two options That's to fair. start going down into. So that- So you really, you really dig out the path and you're like, we, I'm not going on the grass. Yes. We have these two or three paths. And if you want something, we got to take one of these. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And I decide, and I do all of this before I even officially say yes. That's fair. What What do you say when you have to say no? Like if you've gone through all these steps and you're just like, nah. Well, usually something will have popped up along the way relatively quickly for uh, a number of reasons. So like, let's say hypothetically. So the first question I ask is what in general do you want? Right. If they want something that sounds like something I'm absolutely not interested in making, that will become clear right away. Mm. Second question, do you have a specific timeline in which you need it made? Mm. If I have an Etsy update that, I, that I'm making for and they need something done in a week, mm. that says, you know, then I go to, okay, I'm not able to make it within the timeline that you have, but if you are willing to wait a little longer, I can do this commission after this timeline. I so see. that kind of that kind of does that. And then the third question is what is your budget? That will also pretty quickly indicate whether or not, you know, I need to say no. I see. So okay. and also in general, it helps weed out people who are kind of have just a fleeting interest. Yeah. Because if you're not willing to sit down and, and actually answer all three of those questions, yeah. you probably either again, and for totally valid reasons, 
aren't as interested in having this thing made. Yeah. Or you might be a potentially more difficult client to work with than I am willing to work with. That reminds me, I had made a a, a video where I was talking about what your first kiln should be mm, that you yes, buy. Remember yes, that? I love that. And it was a lot of people in the comment section were like, thank you, because before the video I had posted like, do you want a kiln? Or are you that guy who just like saw a YouTube video of someone doing something with a kiln and now you really want one, kind of like a dog, but you're not gonna walk it every day. <laughs> but like, yeah, I think it's that same thing where it's like you have a fleeting interest because you were like awestruck by something you saw mm -hmm. on Instagram or Etsy or whatever. And now you really want one, but like you didn't hash out all the details of like, you know, how, how, what it's gonna take to get there. Yeah. And your line of questioning makes sense. Yeah, I, I find it helpful. And again, like, even if I have to say no to somebody, yeah. keeping that a positive experience, even if they don't buy anything, they may become a follower. Yeah. Who, you know, again, maybe down the line decides to purchase my work or even just follows. I mean, even that in and of itself is appreciated. Right. Yeah, I, I, I find I find that helpful. Yeah, Are I'm going to try and be nicer to people. <laughs> well, I mean, the, I said try. Don't try. get excited, guys. It's, it's, it's OK. I said try. <laughs> But I mean, it's also again, like I say that coming from my background, but you have clearly proven that you are a successful I'm, artist with your methods. So I mean, that's all to say that, you know, just with ceramics, like there are many different ways of going about it. It's only because I'm pseudo useful. Like it's only because people are like, my teacher just kind of said, do whatever I went into his office and dicked around. <laughs> because of that, so many people go to the YouTube channel and they go like, oh, that's what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. That's what's going on. But yeah, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try and be a little more uh, a di a diplomatic. <laughs> I feel like I need like a like a faux diplomacy course now. Yeah. It's like diplomacy with Lindsay and Dylan. Customer service with Lindsay. Oh God. And then <gasps> like I'm behind you, like, nah. <laughs> well, we'll make it a YouTube video, Dante. If they're not talking money, I don't want to talk. I don't, I don't even like money that much, really. I got enough. Like, I just need to feed myself and keep doing my artwork. And as long as I'm, yeah. So okay. So one one thing I was thinking is earlier you talked about like some of your learning experiences right. with working with clients and doing doing commissions. So what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned from working with commissions besides making double the yeah. <laughs> double what the actual commission is? So well that's that's one thing that I learned kind of is that I take 50% of the commission up front. Okay. Uh, and I do that because if you dip out on the commission, I still made money and I'll make double if you don't come back within three months, which I think is a lot of time to pick up your commission. The second thing is that if something takes a new skill for me to learn, if someone's like, oh, I want a mug, but I want you to like carve my name into the side, I'll be like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Mm -hmm. But if someone's like, oh, I want it carved into the side and then I, I want it like gold luster and then I want it to be a specific style of blue, I'm like, all right, I can do that, but I'm gonna charge you a lot more. Now, if someone's like, oh, can you carve Venom's face into the side and make it three-dimensional and his tongue is the handle? I'm like, no, ah, no, it, it would, it would, I would have to teach myself how to do that, which like I can probably do it in like a month. I can teach myself how to sculpt that one specific shape really well. Cause if I did it now, it'd be a hosh posh. No. And if I would, I would charge you a lot, a lot more. It's mostly safety nets for me. It's mostly, it's. I'm charging you half up front if it's anywhere over like $100 mm -hmm. because if you dip out on me, I did not lose money. Mm -hmm. um, and I give you a very clear, like I'll sometimes I'll screen cap the texts. If they text oh, me like, oh, yeah. hey, I want this much. I'll say 50% up front and say, okay, like, by the way, you have three months. And if they say okay to that, I'll screen cap it. So if they decide to like, hey, my thing is gone. It's been mm -hmm. five months. I'll be like, nope, I have the proof here. You could take me to court for the whole 50 ass dollars if you want, <laughs> but I have proof that you agreed to it. Yeah. So like run up. That's one of them. Another one is I almost never duplicate art anymore. 
if someone asks me for like a famous artist, you know. Oh, what I mean? gotcha. Yeah. Like yeah, if yeah, somebody yeah. wants me to make a drippy mug. Mm-hmm. And I don't usually do those. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I can do it, but I'm not gonna, because it feels dishonest to me. Like, okay. I don't know. I know. I know drippy mugs don't belong to any one person, but yeah. like, I like Muddy Mike. If someone was like, make a, a sculpture of a tongue for the handle with this specific, like, make Muddy Mike's work, I'd be like, mm-hmm. no, I'm yeah. not going to. Yeah. Not only would it be more difficult for me to do it than than him, and I'd probably charge you more to learn a new skill like that. It feels dishonest, and that's just not the way me and mine move. I, I don't. I don't know. There's been a, there's been a lot of teaching. Because when I was young, I feel like I could just, like, accept anything in order to get a name for myself. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, no, I have respect for myself. <laughs> like, like, no, I'm not going to I'm not gonna do that. No. Yeah. And if I am, you're going to pay me a lot more than I would usually charge normal people. What about you? Have you? I think, I think one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is making sure that I give myself way more time than I think I need to oh, do yeah. the thing. Because, like, it's such a gut-wrenching feeling to give your client a timeline and then, you know, either to have something go wrong or to have, you know, just have misjudged the amount of time it would take. So what I do now, the only exception being, like, when I do my Etsy updates now, because Mm -hmm. I I implemented the made-to-order system, which is kind of like a, it's kind of like a commission, but it's a very, very structured commission. Yeah, we're like, you're making this stuff anyway. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. You're just like, if you want it in red, I have red. Yes. So that I give myself an extra week than I think I need. Okay. But with everything, every other outside commission that I do, I literally double the amount of time I think I need. I think so that's if, good. Yeah. yeah. So I think if it, if it if it takes two weeks, if I think normally it would take two weeks to get something done, I will say I can do it in a month, a month and a half. Because yeah. I have worked with clients before where I've had to keep sending emails saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, and it's just, it, it. Is such a crappy feeling. It whittles down your name too, because then if they speak on your name to anybody else, they'll be like, "Yeah, we're late on it like three times, but I got it, I guess." Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah, I think that's another good tip is to just give yourself more time. Well, also the upside to that is if you finish the commission faster than what you say because you gave yourself yes. more time, they're really impressed. Yes. They're like, "Oh my god, you said a month and a half, and you figured it out in a month? Let's go!" Don't think to yourself like, "Oh, it'll take me three weeks to make this." Okay, tell the customer, I'll have it done in three weeks. Don't do that. Yeah. Give it like a month, a month and a half. Mm-hmm. Because then you can have not only time to do it in case life happens because it does because you're alive. Yes. <laughs> but Unless you're a lich and then death happens. Unless you're a lich, which if you're a lich potter, what's up? That's niche. That's tight, bro. Over niche. Dude, start a YouTube. <laughs> bro, vibe. <laughs> oh my God. That's it for today. Thank you for listening to The Mud Peddlers with Lindsay M. Dillon and Dante of Earth Nation. Want to say hi and see what Dante and I are working on in our studios? Check out the show notes for links to our websites and social media below. You can find me at lindsaymdillon.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-M as in monster, D-I-L-L-O-N.com. And on Etsy, Instagram, and Facebook at Lindsay M. Dillon. And you can find me at Earth Nation Ceramics. It's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled, but you can also find me on my Facebook fan page and Instagram at the same name at Earth Nation Ceramics. If you enjoyed hanging out with us today, or you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, take a second to rate and review the Mud Peddlers in Apple Podcasts. It helps our podcast reach new listeners, and we really appreciate the feedback. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.